have tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. This podcast has been brought to you by Cuts by Candice. Candice Kiss is a hairstylist that listens to your needs and will work with you to get the right look for you. With 18 years of experience, Candice is the premier stylist that I trust with my look. And right now, if you mention this ad when you make an appointment from now until the end of February 2019 and give our promo code GEEKOUT, you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts underscore Candice on Instagram and start looking the best you, you can. The future comes and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall miss no game, withhold no news, report all rumors. I shall wear no jerseys and plead allegiance to no side. I shall live and die on my webpage. I am the word in the darkness. I am the watcher of the TV. I am the megaphone that informs the realms of geek. I pledge my hands and name to the Geeks Watch for the geeks and all the geeks to come. Welcome back for another shift of the Geeks Watch. We are here finishing up Castle Rock Season 1, folks. Isn't that right, guys? Yay. Man. Fuck this shit. <laughs> John did not have a good reaction to the season finale of Castle Rock. I, I feel like I'm just numb. I don't know how Steven feels. It, it was a show. It was a show. I mean, I think we're all the stages of grief right now. Okay. <laughs> you just already got into rage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still in denial. Think, yeah. And Steven's already hit acceptance. That's yeah, great. That's where I'm all the All right. Well, we'll be, we're, we're going to definitely have things to talk about. So when we get to there, we'll get to there. Let's go ahead and talk about some geek news first. I think one of the big stories to come out this week. We're getting a new Ghostbusters sequel from Jason Reitman, the son of Ivan Reitman, who who directed the first two and Ghostbusters. He was also in the second Ghostbusters. I think he was in the first one as well. Oh yeah. I think I remember seeing, reading somewhere, but yes, he's more memorable in the second one as the kid who said, "My dad says your dad, or <laughs> my dad says you guys are full of crop crap or something like that." Yeah, full of shit or something. Full, yeah. At the He-Man birthday party. Yeah, that's him. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I remember reading somewhere that he's also in the first one. But it interesting that the lineage stays there. It's. I think it's the the, the yes. That you're, you're you're absolutely right. But I think one of the interesting things is that Jason Reitman's not known for doing these type of movies. It's what, what does he normally do? Uh, up in the air. Um, uh, Tully. Airbud. Uh, no. Um. <laughs> the big one that he did with the Apple. oh uh juno oh okay okay so just the the indie darlings yeah kind of more like that this is i mean obviously ghostbusters is definitely a type of uh traditional comedy sci-fi yeah. comedy that he's doing but i mean it, I, I assume he has his dad there if he needs to <laughs> i mean it'd, it'd be interesting to see if ghostbusters was passed through little different kind of lens yeah i mean cool. that's kind of what we got with this 2016 version I feel like that one. That one felt like. I, to be clear, I I enjoyed that movie. So did I. Um, but I felt like uh, the whole passing it through another lens thing was literally like we have this thing, like we have blue and we put it through this red lens and now it's purple, <laughs> but like it it literally was like just a a readaptation of that that first oh yeah film oh yeah it really is 
So and I, this is what I've been saying the whole time. It's like, don't give us a reboot. Give us a sequel. Yeah. You have a history. Use that history. That's one of the reasons why I like Vacation. Like, I know everybody did not like that movie, but I enjoyed it because it keeps the history of the other Vacation movies, like the Griswolds yeah. and what they've done, even if it is Ed Helms as, as Rusty. We, we technically did get a sequel with the Ghostbusters video game. Yeah. Everybody oh. talks about the Ghostbusters 3 video game is the is the canon so. Ghostbusters 3 but you know what I didn't play that and I don't give a fuck so wh- what about the people who say that they shouldn't they shouldn't try to do a Ghostbusters sequel they shouldn't try to do the Go- Ghostbusters video game or anything they should just do the real Ghostbusters <laughs> that's the that is what they should adapt so there's a, a strong Egon and uh yep I, I like that idea as a matter of fact you know they kind of tried to canonize that in the uh i think it was the dreamwave comic series the the comics are actually really good that's true Um, that's true i feel like that's what the 2016 ghostbusters was is the real ghostbusters you had a blonde egon yeah that's fair (laughs) but uh yeah they they try to incorporate the characters from the real ghostbusters into like regular ghostbusters canon by basically saying like because obviously gozer is not a ghost he's an interdimensional traveler yeah so i mean what's big right now interdimensional stories with things like the spider-verse and the stupid show we just finished watching like <laughs> old parallel realities right so essentially it was confirming that the real ghostbusters and the ghostbusters were both like real essentially mm. and one of the storylines actually had them kind of merge for a little bit okay i'd be down for something like that that'd be pretty awesome all right that's what we can. Or we could just get the one with the monkey once and for all get the <laughs> original ghostbusters now i'm just thinking just speed racer <laughs> <laughs> um so one of the rumors uh, that's being reported by Birth Movies Death is that reputable source always I mean always talked about all the time. Well, I'm just <laughs> saying uh, they're saying that the the story that's gonna that's going to happen is going to be uh, like maybe the grandkids of the original Ghostbusters, and we're gonna get teenagers that are gonna be central centri- centered of the movie with like attitude, twelve, thirteen year olds, and and such. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. It's just, if it's we just have teenagers in here, we're going to see something stupid like spectral justice warriors or something. Is, well, you, you mean from the internet? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a thing. If, if, we, if we get teenagers, <laughs> we'll see something dumb where like one of them like sees thinks one of the ghosts is hot and becomes sexually involved with one of the ghosts. <laughs> I well, feel that like that happen. sounds familiar. No, <laughs> never. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I don't want to see it so much. But it makes sense with the popularity of Stranger Things. They should just get those guys. I don't. I wouldn't doubt it if they don't try to. They have the outfit. <laughs> like, they're ready. I mean, I'd, I would. I would be four hundred times more likely to watch the movie. <laughs> That's genuinely what they did. Yeah, just bring them on board. Just, just do some kind of strange passing of the torch with uh, all of those kids. That'd be great. So I heard this this bit of rumored news, and it came to my mind that. General Mills should do a promotional comic book where the Ghostbusters go up against the monster, the ser- the monster cereals like Brute, Fruit Brute and yeah. Frankenberry and Count Chocula and Booberry. Do they have a big market presence to every Halloween? They have commercials for them and stuff. You know what? Yeah, I I second that only because when I was I want to say five or six years old, I would eat nothing but the Ghostbuster cereal. And I got that glow-in-the-dark frisbee that you can get when you collect like 11 or 12 proofs of purchase. I had that thing. And the cereal 
was exactly the same cereal that they used for the Batman and the Mr. T and Captain <laughs> Crunch. It's you, the same you, flavor. You same. didn't get a Mr. T Frisbee, though. Yeah, you no, got, you got this other Frisbee, though. I mean, like, you just, know, <laughs> just for the sake of, like, the, the good memories and the nostalgia of having a Ghostbuster Frisbee, I welcome Ghostbusters <laughs> to be reintroduced into cereal world. Do you, do you remember uh, Better Off Dead? When they're in John Cusack's house and he's taking the cereal off out of the cabinets and all the proofs of purchase have been cut out, so the cereal just keeps <laughs> spilling out. That's all I can think about now at your house is just yeah. a bunch of boxes that have cereal. I'd also so be like, the kid that would like open the cereal, empty it, take out the toy, and then just shove it back, and the box is now bulged. Of course you would. Yeah. You know, you could just open it up from the other side. No, that's, that's <laughs> just not the same. It's not. Uh, all right, so that's that's the Ghostbuster news for this week. Um, we have a lot of gaming news. I thought uh, one of the big things I thought that was uh kind of interesting that happened this week was the and all the announcements of Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, they leaned into that one real hard. Real hard. I, I don't understand who still cares about Mortal Kombat, and I play video games. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't play video games, but I kind of want to play this one just because it calls back to something for me, I guess. Hasn't it become kind of a parody of itself now? At yeah, this and point? now like they're like, oh, this fatality is crazy. There's a new one where like you see this string of fatalities where a guy slowly gets like like a part of his anatomy is slowly like blown off, but like at the flesh level. <laughs> like he, he gets his face punched and you see his brain fly out and it, like propelling his face. Yeah, of course. What? I mean... It, They've they've been ridiculous since what ten? Like no, not oh, ten. Way before, before that, that. yeah. So I mean, in three, one. Like, or I meant for the like the last ten games. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, I was gonna say like I think it definitely hit its peak with like part three where Striker or somebody. Oh, the the plumber guy. Yeah, like the plumber. Guy? He's a he's a cop. Oh, is that what he is? He, look, he looks like a plumber to me. He looks, I thought he was <laughs> he like has a, a baton. It's not a it's plunger. A, it's a wrench. Pretty <laughs> sure it's a wrench. <laughs> Well, one of those guys had a fatality where like the planet blew up. Oh, I remember that. I was like, well, the, doesn't like the 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 cyborgs have that too? Didn't they? I, the I forget who it was, but like it was like why? Like it's so stupid. And then with the friendships and the animalities and the babalities, I'm like, yeah, this uh, this this really just kind of kind of got off the rails. And it's I just, I just I I kind of bring it up because I had a really big problem with it. One, with the with eleven because they made the announcement of Bronda Rousey is the voice of Sonya Blade. Blade, yeah, and this kind of pissed me off because they're not using her to mocap Sonya Blade. No, she's just the voice. She's just the voice. Well, no, because yeah. if she's not known for her voice, if they were mocaptioning her, like every fight would end with a knockout. She'd get her ass kicked every time. So, oh, is that what you were going for? Yeah. There? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you go tell her that that she just gets her ass knocked out all the time. <laughs> See how that works out for you. Either way. I'm just saying, like, they literally did some stunt casting for our voice, and that took a w- job away from a legit, like, voice some, actor, yeah. like, that could have been doing a really good job for that. I mean, there's something to be said for, like, re-examining what we think of as, like, what her job is, you know? So before, we would have been like, oh, like, she would have been like, oh, why are they bringing this, like, like, a, like, top-billed person, you know? Maybe she's just at a point now where she is just the... The stunt casting for a voice, you know? <laughs> no, I mean... You, so maybe it's not about so much, like, them replacing someone else so much as, like, she's now the person that they get to just voice a video game character. <laughs> I mean, would you have been okay if it was Gina Carano? 
I mean, he wants the mocap with her. <laughs> I, I think I still would have been upset because I've been like, I've never been a big uh, voice actor person, but as I've come to know friends that are more into that thing, like I do kind of fall, I have, I have a great more respect for them. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's like when I see these animated movies, like, like even though I love Spider-Verse, could you have just gotten some of the great voice actors to do that stuff instead of like Shamik Moore? Or- I, mean, I was genuinely surprised that they didn't use Yuri Lowenthal, who's a fantastic, exactly. fantastic Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, he's not the fantastic Spider-Man, um, but he's a great <laughs> Spider-Man to actually be one of the Peters from this last film. Yeah. Like, I mean, or or the whoever did the voice of Peter in the 90s Spider-Man show that just about everybody loved. I don't. I didn't like that voice, though. Well, Looking back on you it. You are... I, know, I like the show. The abnormal. Like the show. <laughs> it should it's have been weird. Tobey Maguire that did the like alpha Peter in this movie, but that's what people wanted. That's, that's what, what it is. Wanted. What people wanted. Yeah, it, like it should have been. That would have been the right call, I think. I this think. Good. I'm just saying. I feel like it. That's one. I don't think anybody would argue with me that that voice actors don't get enough credit yeah. for stuff. And two, it sucks when some A-list actor comes in or you know just takes the job away from yeah Yeah. simply because of their name just because of their name yeah yeah no it it sucks but at the same time like i am glad that like plenty of voice actors are getting like a much more recognized role in things now Mm -hmm. i think we're making some pretty big strides towards that working out better now i would wouldn't it have been cooler though if uh instead of her just voicing sonya blade she literally played herself, and the character was modeled to look like her, and she just happened to be now in a Mortal Kombat game. Like that would have been would fine. Be cool. yeah. That would have been fine with me, because it's it, you're not really taking a job away from somebody else. Like it's her. She's playing her. Yeah. yeah. Now, if they had gone and mocapped her to do the moves and stuff like that, I would be even more fine with it. I'd be like, this makes sense. Yeah. Because she's known for fighting. She, or even if they used her likeness. Yeah, and she has a style kind of thing, but. They didn't. It, yeah. She's coming in to do voice acting. Yeah, and you could get her voice from someone else. It yeah. wouldn't be hard. I mean, who, who's been doing Sonya Blade for the last eight games? Yeah. And this is, this is David Hayter as Snake all over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, uh, more game news. We have a fighter yeah. game yeah, from, game. from <laughs> Power Rangers called Battle for the Grid. Yep. Now... This has to do with the whole, like, shattered grid thing, right? Yeah, so they're getting to bring all of the Power Rangers together. Okay. Uh, all the generations of stuff. The game, it's it's certainly a video game. <laughs> uh, it doesn't look great. It I was going to say, I have, awful. the trailers that I've been seeing, or the trailer that I saw, it doesn't look like it looks good. They only <laughs> show the two Rangers fighting. Yeah. And then one person kind of jumps in as, like, the special, like, from, like, a, a Marvel versus Capcom kind of thing. Right. And then they say that they come with skins. So I feel like it's generic moveset for <laughs> all the characters. But I don't know for sure. The one thing I want to point out is that they use a different logo than what is the current logo. Oh, really? So, yeah, I feel like this is a project that was worked on by someone who works on several things all at once. <laughs> and then they were just like, yeah, sure, we'll release it on here. So I I honestly have not watched Power Rangers since that first season in America. Mm-hmm. And if I... Season. Okay. <laughs> 93, I believe. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Um, did those guys have different styles? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, and then in, in the, the lineage of Super Sentai and everything, the pe- they have different like fighting styles, different martial arts mm-hmm. for each person in general. Really? Yeah, it's Some awesome. Some of them weren't even martial artists. They're like Billy and... Uh, 
Pink Ranger. Amy Joe Johnson. Yes, yeah. I was like Kimberly. Was that Kimberly. Okay. Yeah, those two were actually gymnasts that just happened to fight along with the two others that were actually martial artists. Is uh, Tommy, not Tommy, Jason, Jason and uh, Trini? Trini. And then I like listening. To Zach you guys was just outrageous. a dancer, essentially. Yeah. But the they're, they're really that's they had all those different backstories. Yeah. Well, like no, no, no. These these are what those people actually do in real life. So you're talking about the actors. Yes. yes. Okay. So I like, thought you were talking about the characters. Like yeah. the the original characters in Super Sentai, they have different martial arts and everything. Oh, okay. But they're just using that suit footage. Yeah. So it's I love the way that Power Rangers came to be in the U.S. How they just used the actual footage. Of the fights and the so the, the stuff when they were in the effects. costumes, yeah, Japanese. Footage. That was all Japanese. Right. That's why it always bothered me that everything was filmed on video in the U.S. When you have the American cast, but then it turns into like grainy film for like the action you, scenes because that was all filmed in on film in Japan, mm-hmm. and it always looks so much cooler because you know they'd fight and like hit each other and like sparks would fly out of their chest and stuff, <laughs> but in the in the American stuff, like they'd have these really lame little like choreographed like things when they were outside of their costumes even the bad. costumes didn't look the same they, they would they would literally have like the green ranger he yeah just have this like foam shield for his uh like the dragon shield that's on him then there's this whole chunk of it for the u.s footage where it's just fabric with huh. like so like I, I get like i don't it looks really cheap it looks <laughs> like uh, like upholstery or something but in the japanese version it looks like a shield it looks yeah. like hard material and it's not like cheap gold fabric basically so then it was because at some point i know that they got the american actors to fight like putties without putting the costumes on mm-hmm. yeah so was that the, like a later season when those guys had finally learned how to do some fighting it's, it's no, when they, they needed to pad out their story because yeah. they were running out of fight footage or they couldn't figure out a plot that went with what they'd already made oh. to go along with the suit footage yeah they recycled a lot of footage oh yeah well that makes complete sense but <laughs> yeah so, I mean, that I guess that's what I was trying to get at, is that if each individual ranger actually has a different fight style, because to me, it just all looked like they were doing some different form of kung fu. In the trailer? No, or? no, in the show back in the oh, day. Okay. Like, in the game, like, like you were bringing up that they're just going to have different it's skins. It's just going to be the punch, same. High punch, low punch. Yeah, exactly, with just different skins. They're not doing, like, someone's not doing... I think that they'll have a different... Taekwondo, way. and then another person's doing... Jeet Kune Do or yeah, anything I, don't, like I don't think it'll be that way. I think that they'll have just a different special that's tied to them, and then maybe like a slightly larger, like, um, like a, a different, like a larger area for like impact. Mm. What if they have a larger weapon? Okay, they had different weapons too, but in the U.S. version, they try to like not use them as much as mm-hmm. they do in the Japanese version. I think it's because here, you know, weapons and children, yeah, are a good thing. Try to, we coddle children too much and. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Things, we yeah. coddle children. Shut up. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, it does not look like a good game, at least to me. It's like not something. I, but you said it's like nineteen bucks. Nineteen bucks, brand new. And Probably mobile. If you, well, that's what the, I think. That's what this was. I think this was a game that was supposed to come out of mobile. They had a pretty big success with the last one that looked like a flash game. Rafa played the crap out of that game. <laughs> uh, and I think that they're like, why not? It's a cash grab. If we po- if we price point it at a certain like a, a just like a little sweet spot we can get money for a low investment why not and to be fair like power ranger games have a history of being really bad in the u.s like it's true there's an episode of the angry video game nerd where he just goes through all of them 
There were there were multiple. There are a lot. There of was Power yes. Ranger games. Yes, I, I don't know why I've never heard. I of got them. like I got like three of them. If you want to play, yeah, them. I don't. They were for like <laughs> every system too. <laughs> I'm not interested. They were, you can get them for Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, Game Gear, Game Boy. How did how did Bandai have to sell out to AllSpark then? What do you mean? Like, like the film rights? Like why didn't? Well, that's is it just because their movie didn't do well. No, that's the Bandai one. As far as Japan goes, like their their rights are separate. Oh, yeah. oh, so you're talking about like. I, I don't understand. So like so um the US rights holders versus the like the Japanese things mm-hmm. drastically different. Okay. Japan's killing it on their one. But, the, 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 but over in fair, Japan it's still called Super Sentai, yeah, right? Super Sentai. It's not called Power Rangers no. over here. So but, but all like, the video games at, are are Power Rangers or are they Super Sentai? Super Sentai. So oh. if if you look at that stuff in general like the, like their toys would look the same. They weren't even the toys. same storyline though. Like it was <clears> heavily changed for the US. It's just some of the basics were the same, but the the Except way that um, was it uh, Zordon? Oh huh? <laughs> Zordon? No, 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 no. He, he wasn't there for that one. Um, no, there, there's one season I can't. It's Time Force. Time Force is like the same. Oh. They're so good. So how dare you, sir? That was a great season. I'm not. Oh. I just it it I I just think it's hilarious how many different versions of it that they end up having. Well, they had to because there was only like one season of Super Zentai that had the dinosaurs in it, mm-hmm. and then they had to pad that out for like three seasons. And they're like, "Okay, we're out of footage." We yeah, need but eventually something. they made it into American studios, right? Like American studios started making the show. No, right? Well, they they make everything in New Zealand for it. That's why all of their people sound like they do in the TV show. When they get when they get real loud, you're like, "Oh, there's an accent." Um, but no, they they still just make the the footage that's like the 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 larger portion of the footage is still taken from the japanese stuff okay to this day yeah and then they just adapt it they write around it there's plot holes there's things that don't make any logical sense but i mean it's for kids nobody really cares mm-hmm. super Sentai is awesome though everyone go watch it <laughs> uh nintendo is adding snes games to the nintendo online library this is a bad thing actually why is this a bad thing? Well, I mean, it's a good thing in in a way for Switch owners. And if I had a Switch, hint, hint, I would definitely have this service. Wait, are you, are you asking me to buy you one or are listeners to buy you one? Like, go fund me you one. Uh, yeah, if any listeners want to support my Twitch habit, <laughs> I call it getting twitchy. Um, so this is cool in a way, but it sucks at the same time because uh, Nintendo is pulling out of the classic market. Um, they're going to stop making the NES and SNES classics because those were just supposed to be placeholders while they waited for the Switch to be released. And um, and you really wanted an N64 classic. And I was waiting. That's the one that was Bated breath best. for an N64 classic, yes. I don't know. I think the Nintendo, the regular Nintendo and the SNES one. The, just because they were new. And I do agree with you that they were placeholders because they didn't have the games, mar- the 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 marketplace. What is it called? I don't know the one that they sell the classic games on. Mm. They didn't have that for the Switch. Yeah, no. So with uh, the Switch being announced to now start including Super Nintendo games, a lot of those are on the SNES Classic, and this is leading to the idea that some people are confirming online that uh, Nintendo has been, you know, on confirming record or speculating. No, they've been confirming that. Who? Dude, top men. Top <laughs> men. The boys in the back. <laughs> okay, Indiana. <laughs> they, uh, they're basically saying Nintendo's pulling out. They're, they're going to basically shut down the classic market because this is what they wanted to do all along. And, I mean, to be fair, yeah, it's a great business move because this is what would get me to take that extra step and be like, all right, take my money. Uh, 
And um, if this I mean, isn't that what all gaming is going towards is is cloud based gaming essentially. And I mean, it sucks. Yeah. And that's one of the, the other reasons why Nintendo's been doubling down on fighting uh, ROM sites now. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been killing Soldier Boy left and right every time he tries to come <laughs> up with a new <laughs> console. It's like, no, you do not enable the people. He's like a fighter for the. You know, oh, don't even, <laughs> don't even give he's, me that nonsense. He's a rum freedom fighter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, this means that uh, in lieu of a N sixty four classic, it sounds like it's all going to be just this way. If we get it at all, it'll be online only. So here's the twenty two games that are going on the the marketplace. I guess is what you want to call it. I remember hearing this story a little bit differently. I didn't know anything about. Confir- like confirmation for stuff. It was someone poking around in the ROMs. So you got Super Mario Kart, Super Soccer, Legends of Zelda, Link to the Past, one of my favorites, uh, Demon's Crest, Yoshi's Island, Stunt Racer FX, Kirby's Dream Course, Poppin' Twinbee. I don't know what that is. Star Fox, Contra 3, Kirby Superstar, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, uh, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Super Metroid, Super Mario World, Pilot Wings, F-Zero, Star Fox 2, Super Punch-Out, The Legend of the Mystical Ninja, uh, Super Mario All-Stars, and Breath of Fire 2. Is Legend of the Mystical Ninja, is that Goemon? I have no idea what that is. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, ha- I don't know the Switch. I, I mean, I, I, I wanted to because I wanted to play that Breath of the Wild. You can play on Wii U if you had it too. Yeah, I don't have that either. Oh. The last Nintendo system I bought was a GameCube. I didn't even make it that far. No, I had a 64. <laughs> that was my first and last Nintendo console. I mean, I always wanted to. Be, I always wanted to stay with Nintendo because Zelda and Mega Man were probably my two favorite games. Yeah, but it just didn't seem worth it to keep buying it just for those games. And I don't even. I don't even think I kept up with Mega Man. Like I think I stopped at Mega Man. Six. You just play like exclusively Mighty Number no. Nine now. I don't even know what that is. What's Mighty Number no. Nine? It's a real good game. Everyone loved it. No, um, Mighty Mighty Number no. Nine was uh, a game that one of the main guys who did who created Mega Man. Um, he went and he made this one. So that it's it's, it's so basically it's a similar game, but just not calling it Mega Man. Yeah, it's a spiritual successor, but it's bad. Okay. So it's not that. It, it's not going on. It it does look like his face though. It's a series going on on it though. Oh, oh! I just looked at I just looked at his face and I was like, "That's not the right person." What the <laughs> hell is Goemon? So it's a, if I remember correctly, it's a um, like one of those like big stories, like like a classic story that's now been adapted into this video game series. That's ongoing. Oh, that's the Mystic Knight Ninja thing. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, all right. That was a good game for sixty four. <laughs> uh, was there any other gaming news that you wanted to talk about, Stephen? Not that I can think of right now. No. Uh, the the Fortnite event went real shitty today. Did it? Yeah. It was busted. Most people didn't make it in, in time. I didn't make it in, in time. <laughs> it looked cool, though. Uh, all right. So then we got some streaming news. YouTube is banning dangerous, quote unquote, dangerous prank and challenge videos. I mean, I really find this to be a bad thing because, one, that's a good portion of what, <laughs> you know, is on YouTube. I'm and okay. two, like... I mean, I understand it's their company. They can do whatever the hell they want with it. But I really feel like that just leaves the window window open for some other video streaming website or whatever to come in and be like, okay, well, you guys are restricting your 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 people. Well, like, it'll just be Worldstar. Worldstar or, or Vimeo. Or, yeah. Vimeo's not going to take it. 
Why? Vimeo, Vimeo, like, there's no way they're going to have social video things. Vimeo's whole thing is that their encoder is, like, beautiful. There's no loss in quality or anything. Mm. This is supposed to be a place where you put, like, film things. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So it's just places we need to put, like, cell phone shit. Yeah. Like, that. you go you go to Putlocker or, what is it, like, um, iLeak or... YouPorn. <laughs> if, you, if you need to. It's true. <laughs> that's where all the, all the alt-right people are going for their social... Their, <laughs> their, and that's why John's posts. there. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to moderate it. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I think this is a good thing. You think this is a good thing? I do. Why? I, I, I think this is how you, you, like, early in the game, you nip all of the new Logan Pauls in the bud. You know what, though? But was he doing things that were dangerous? I mean, they... they He's doing they things hurt, that were stupid and they hurt. hurt. They hurt that guy. They, they went and they replaced the horn in the car with some, like, insane horn from something else. I forget oh, what it I, was. I didn't know about that. Uh, and it was a person. The they, I, they didn't know this person. And they pulled up to them and they, like, honked this horn, like, insane loud. And the guy was, like, coming out of, like, a, like the front of a Walmart or whatever that was, like, a little like a little enclosure. And so it just amplified it. And the guy got, like, terrible hearing loss from it. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know about that. I'll, the only thing I've ever known about that, about that Logan Paul was that he did the Japanese... Yeah, no, he's, he's an idiot. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. if you look into it and look into the Logan Paul and his other his older brothers, like online, uh, let's just say it's very similar to what the other guys got going on from the Fire Festival. One of these guys is like is all about influencers and mm. um, their corporations, basically one giant scam. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's interesting stuff. You know what, though? I mean, that's what the internet is. If you become famous through the internet, which I'm trying to do, it's, <laughs> it's all just smoke and mirrors, right? You just you pad whatever numbers you have and say yeah. that this is what you this is what we can get and this is what we're worth. Like diversify revenue streams. Yeah, you don't. Re- and here's a word it's from all, our sponsor. It's all one <laughs> one and one. You know, ones and zeros is like how. I mean, how does anybody know what anything is worth? It's Fukitsi, Fukatsi. What was it? Uh, yeah, Fugazi. Uh, you know what? As long as they do something about those really, really nat- like messed up Elsagate videos, I'd be okay. Because I thought that was a load of crap until I actually saw what like my kid was watching once on YouTube. And I'm like, whoa. Like- Elsagate? Yes. You don't know about Elsagate? I don't know this either. No. Uh, like on the YouTube that's for meant to be for kids. Oh, you- yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's like no moderation whatsoever for it. So anybody can label something as being for kids. And it's like some pretty bad stuff like oh. interesting it yeah like it's weird like you'll see and like the way that those things are made apparently they figured out how to make like algorithms that'll take like characters and just like basically reskin the same video with different cartoon characters essentially and it's some messed up stuff i'm like what hmm. the hell like what what like i thought she got onto something else like evidently no she was on youtube kids I'm like okay deleting this and uh Interesting. Let's go uh, pray for a little while. I have not heard about this. I'm, I'm, well, I'm I mean, I mean, obviously, I I don't have a child, and I shouldn't tell anybody else how to raise their kids. But I mean, just throwing them in front of a YouTube thing is probably not a good. But thing we're either. watching it together. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't one of those parents that was letting YouTube parent like my parents did with like TV and me because oh, that's how a, I turned out. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> my parents did the same thing with me with TV. So I was like, yeah, this is like something we should have a little bit more control over. And I was like watching this, and I was like, this thing is a lot of control. Like, what the hell is going on here? At the Get rid of that. And, uh, it's the internet. Things. Yeah. It's, it's limitless resource. <laughs> I, I just, I think this is a good thing. There are people who are like, like they're like pairs of YouTubers who like work together all the time. Mm-hmm. There's this one prank where one YouTuber set up this whole thing where the other guy like 
got they got kidnapped together and the other guy wasn't in on it in any way shape or form he thought the other guy got killed wow like the video is intense and i think that's the place we're at now well i mean people doing dumb things but see i know and like i'm it's like i said you can't do anything because it's youtube it's their own company Mm -hmm. they can do whatever the hell they want with it it's just like it seems like I mean, it's still content moderation, which I understand people. Yeah, yeah, because we can't just they can't just show boobs, which yeah. you know, or sex acts or anything like that, which makes sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but it's still makes in sense. there though. Oh yeah, yeah. Still, I mean, <laughs> it has to get caught. It has to be. It has to be like reported, and people have to say so. All right, so who's the snitch? It's just the algorithms. It just seems like <laughs> prank videos aren't shouldn't be. I don't know. It shouldn't it shouldn't be such a big target. I think at the end of the day, if someone's doing something and it's harmless enough, it's not going to get flagged. You think so? I think it'll be okay. Fine. It's fine. I mean, yeah, don't do anything. You're going to hurt somebody else, yeah. like cause bodily harm. You know, it's, hey, we replaced this dude's uh, toilet seat with, you know, battery acid kind of thing. <laughs> so that's stupid. I think it, it's just them like, re- like a week from now, this won't be a big deal or anything like that. And the only people who will be affected by it are people who are actually doing things that are stupid. Okay. And then a couple, pe- a couple people who will do it accidentally, like they'll get caught up in this ban or whatever. And they'll be like, my video was talking about the Mona Lisa. I don't understand. <laughs> and that's all we'll hear about from it. It's giving them a tool in case something bad happens. Fair enough. Uh, Netflix. We got a, we got a price hike this week. Or we didn't get it this week. They announced it this week. I'm so glad I don't work for them anymore. <laughs> we, anytime anything like this happened or was announced, the calls would come flooding in. And I'm like, oh, my God, please kill yourselves, people. If this is ruining your day, then I'd hate for something really bad to happen to you. Yeah. So the most popular plan, the standard tier that offers two HD streams, is increasing 18% from 10.99 to 12.99 per month. The premium plan, which provides you up to four Ultra HD streams, is increasing from 13.99 to 15.99 per month. In addition, the company for the first time is hiking its basic plan, which offers a single non-HD stream from 7.99 to 8.99 per month. 12 uh 12.5%. I honestly don't know which one I have. I think I had the 10.99, so I didn't know that was only a two HD stream one, but yeah. I mean, that means you're not sharing it. With like I'm not sharing people. it with anybody. That, yeah. that, that's kind of what the thing <laughs> is, but like, uh, I do put it on a bunch of all my different devices. So I don't know if that counts or not. No, no it it's does the not. actual account. Yeah. It's how many views. people are watching simultaneously. So you can have two running at the same time. And mm-hmm. if the third person tries to get on or a third device tries to access it... It will knock off that per- uh, someone? Or? No, it'll just give you an error message saying too many people are currently on. Too many cooks. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. all right. I got the inside scoop on Netflix, man. Well, you do, you do, you do know how the sausage is made, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, maybe you should have used some of those connections to get us a show. Yeah, dude, oh. what the fuck? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that uh, I had a dishonorable discharge. <laughs> <laughs> I People are mad about this. And I just... They're, oh, they're already... Like, everyone gives their account stuff to other people. Yeah, exactly. So... I mean, I was, I'm not mad about it because... Things are going to go up in price. Things <laughs> always go up in price. They, they're preparing for Disney. Like, as soon as the Disney Plus app came out, it was either going to be... They were either going to pr- hike the price up now or then. Yeah. Like, it's, it was going to happen. So hopefully they don't do it again. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of just what that is. It's going to be a price hike. Yeah. I like you the know, originals. I'm not going to be able to afford all these different streaming too. services. So I think we're going to move into a future where, like, 
every person you know is going to have to agree to like get a different streaming service and then we're just going to have to all go to that person's house and watch TV there whenever something is yeah. on their service. I mean, service. that's what we were talking about here. You said you're going to get the Disney Plus app because you really want to watch The Mandalorian. Yeah, that's true. And I'm, I'm going to get CBS. He's going to get, Steven's going to get CBS All Access because, uh, <laughs> surprise, surprise, we're going to do Star Trek Discovery <laughs> next after we're done with Castle Rock, folks. So s- strap in for that. So you're still on Hulu? I, I st- I'll still take care of Hulu. Right. I got I, the Amazon Prime. Well, we, I think we well, all I have an Amazon, Amazon Prime yeah. and, we, and we all have Netflix. Um, I have Rafa's Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I imagine there's going to be something else coming up here pretty soon. NBC All Access. Oh, yeah, th- yeah we have that story on coming up later. Uh, actually, it's coming up next. So, oh, no, we have a Netflix story first. Um, next on the Netflix Elite Media. The, the, next, the, the Netflix story is that, hey, uh, y- oh. you remember when <laughs> the, our current president is talking about he's going to start up another branch of the military called Space Force? Well, Greg Daniels, the uh, one of the creators of The Office, and Steve Carell decided to run with that, and they're making a Netflix TV show called Space Force. Sounds like they're trying to ape off a little bit on the Orville from the, what little I've seen of it. I imagine it being the Orville plus uh, what it was that one Superstore. Yes, Together. I think that's kind of yeah. I can see that. Or I mean, do you think they'll do straight up Office Talking Heads kind of show again? Or? I want that. Really? I want it. You want that in outer space? Yeah, I'll take that for anything. I feel like that's it's kind of played out at this they, point. They did it for local Indiana government, and I gave a shit. So <laughs> it apparently works. Uh, fair enough. You're right. So uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's uh, all Greg, about the characters. Greg though. Daniels yeah. and and Steve Carell. Well, you know, going in there, I, I can see it being a hit again. Um, is this? Uh, as we're going to talk about in the next story, the, with the the office going away from Netflix and going to the NBC streaming app, is this going to be their 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 next version of The Office on Netflix? It'd be like it's Steve Carell again. That, that's that's <laughs> the we idea. Have cameos from Dwight and Jim and all of them. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm I'm almost maybe not Jim because he's the one that's probably like the most successful oh, actor, yeah. Steve Carell at this point. Yeah. Well, and what what's his name? Uh, the guy who plays who plays Ryan. Like he, uh, Novak. Yeah, he he's successful. He's just not a face. He's, and he's not in front of the camera. He's yeah. a lot behind the camera. He's a writer mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of those guys were writers on the show. Yeah, yeah, that, that was their their role, and they just played their themselves with their own names. Yeah, except for Toby. Toby was ended up directing a lot. He's like he just did some know. indie film recently too. Yeah. Toby so. does kind of look like that guy who who sealed the deal on. Uh, was it Ron Howard? Looks like Ron Howard's brother or something. Oh, Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Like I don't. I don't know. Does he have a real brother? Yeah. Howard, 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 yeah. I just think he looks like he could be wearing a baseball cap over a bald head right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about directing. You see the way that we framed this scene. That's <laughs> no, very true. Uh, okay. Well, that's it's just the thing. That's uh, that's going to be a thing. So the NBC Universal um, streaming app will have all the Universal TV shows, I would assume, and then Universal movies because. You know, that's the thing. We're just, do you think <clears throat> at, at some point in time, someone is going to offer up a package where you can buy? They already do. Do they? Like, do you mean where, where, they, where you can get like a bunch of services under one subscription? Yes. Yeah, it already happens. Who? That's Verve. Oh. That's what Verve is. Yeah. The, isn't that the PlayStation thing? Uh, no, well, Verve, uh, they, you can use it on your PC. You can use it on your console or whatever. You can get Is it uh, through access, Sony? Um, no, no. Why am I associating this with playstation as well they might have advertised it on there really hard towards you okay i don't know but yeah you can get um uh the funimation stuff through there some crunchyroll things rooster teeth 
um, and several other ones all together in but one like, thing. So like Netflix too and Hulu or? I, I don't think that they have those in there because they are a competing service, but they have other things that don't have as big of a clout. Right. Yeah. Under so their that, own See, banner. I understand that. And you buy those piecemeal. Right. As part of a Verve subscription that you already have. Oh. That's a cable package, guys. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. But <laughs> I mean... It's, it, it's it's ridiculous at I'll this point. That that's why we're all going to have to have our own and then we just share somehow because that's going to get expensive. Just just wait until they, they start delivering like boxes that you can stream the services to and you have to have that box to be able to use And it. you have to attach that box to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to invent it. Like Airbnb. It, I mean, it, it's sad, but it's also, I guess, I don't know. Because, I mean, sling boxes are the way to watch cable television without having to pay the cable companies and stuff. I don't know. It's weird. At the end of the day, no matter what, we can get these things for less money than we'll get. You just have to be more particular about what you want to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I guess I suffer from the FOMO quite a bit. Dude, we we got the internet. I got you. Okay. (laughs) What what is this? This looks like Saint Seiya. So Lady Sif uh, from the first two Thor movies played by that one lady. Why can't I think of her name at the moment? She, this is the lady who played Lady Siv in the the movies. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, that well, lady. <laughs> she's on that TV show on NBC, so to speak, uh, called Blind Spot, where she used the lady that has amnesia and has a whole bunch of tattoos on her body, and each tattoo oh. is a different, you know, thing. I don't know. Brings her. Yeah, that same same actress. Um, well, I, I still don't know. why I can't think of her name. Either way, uh, oh, Jamie Alexander. I keep wanting. Th- I kept thinking that was the the director, but Jamie Alexander. I, I they the the Disney Plus app. Disney saying they're going to bring a Lady Sif show to the mm. Disney Plus app, uh, along with all the other shows. So Loki and uh, Bucky and Winter Soldier yeah, and go. the Vision and Scarlet Witch show. So all those shows they're going to get a Lady Sif app, which uh, is great. And Lady Sif was is Wonder Woman on the big screen before one. We got Wonder Woman on the big <clears> screen. They they totally failed with not making her more central character. I think people just didn't give a shit about Thor stuff. <sighs> so. Fair enough, but I think you could have made people give a shit about Lady Sif. And they I wisely think. kept her out of Thor Ragnarok so they don't well, have to explain I, her. I think that's the, Thor, her being out of Thor Ragnarok and Infinity War is because of the NBC show. Like, so, she, that, so like she's not around to have been killed or right. axed. Right. And I think, I think Feige has come out and said that she wasn't, she didn't get dusted. Dusted. I can't remember, but she gets smoked. So, how do you feel about her getting her own show? What wasn't she in Shield at one point? Yes, she did show up in okay. Shield for one episode. Okay, I mean they they the first season of Shield, first and second season of Shield, they 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 relied heavily on on bringing in cameos from the MCU world, yeah. but they got away from that. Wait, well, just they, they they got kicked out of that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do you feel? Do you feel like? Because I hear that a lot. Is that like? Feige's like, I don't care about any of the TV show stuff. I mean, I, I don't hear that talk. I just, from watching the show, it's clear that, like, they have to mention the TV, or the, the film things happening. The film things don't have to mention anything about it. Oh, yeah, show. no, that's that's all, that's obvious. The, the film doesn't Quake care about it. a pretty big deal, though. Quake and, is a big and, deal. And she's just not talked about. But, like, neither is Coulson after Avengers. Like no, He's gonna be. Well, he's gonna be in Captain Marvel, yeah. but does that mean he's gonna show up in Endgame? I don't think he's gonna show up there. I mean, he should though. Like, but doesn't that make he, complete sense? Isn't he already not alive in the continuity? Well, that's now? what I'm saying. In Avengers, yeah. he gets killed. But no, but like, no, 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 he, he just died again. Uh, well, he he didn't die yet. 
Oh. He was on his way to die at the end of season five. Gotcha. Season six hasn't started yet. We don't know what's going to happen there. Ooh, I, they yeah. could definitely bring him back. They could be like, oh, well, there's a magical thing that brings it back. Or he got dusted. And when he comes back from Gem World, if that's what's going to happen, his cancer could be gone. Like He's got powers. Yeah. It, He's Thor now. All his, <laughs> I could see Agent Coulson being worthy. So I, I agree with that one. <laughs> I mean... I mean, he did fight Loki. Does the new Stormbreaker have uh, the the worthy curse? Has, no, it no, doesn't have any enchantment on it. Yeah, so because Molnir's di- gone, mm-hmm. it's completely yeah. broken. And they never they never really addressed that for movie stuff anyway. Thor is a god. Yeah, in that so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, next story. Last story. Twenty some odd years later, we're getting coming to America Part Two. I want to say it's thirty. Is it now? 30? Yes. Uh, 80s? Yeah. 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 Came out 86, right. 87. So, uh, Craig Brewer is going to direct for Paramount Pictures. Eddie Murphy has signed on. Um, Dude, is that a recent picture of Eddie Murphy? I think that's pretty recent. I saw him in uh, Mr. Church, which I thought was a really good movie, and he looked like that. It's true, man. He don't crack. <laughs> I think Craig Brewer looks like a very grumpy man. He looks like he's like... Like Britney Spears' bodyguard getting arrested <laughs> for embezzlement over the last That's 10 like years. Jeremy Piven to me. And honestly, I can't think of any name, any movies that I know Craig Brewer are doing. Apparently, he's doing some uh, Dolomite movie. What? Currently, yeah. So, I don't know. Who's it. adapting Dolomite? Craig Brewer. <laughs> like, what company is going to use Dolomite? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, Craig's ability to create a distinct cinematic world with each of his films is not only impressive but also (laughs) what made him exactly the voice and vision we needed to bring the story to life from hustle to flow to his work with eddie murphy eddie on dolomite is my name so eddie murphy's also going to be in the dolomite movie and he directed hustle and flow which won an oscar hustle and flow was good but i never watched it who it's a good movie it's a good movie there's there's a reason terrence howard got famous off of that movie okay he's still coasting off the fame from that movie in my opinion it's it's what got him the the war machine role in the first iron Mm -hmm. man and look at where where his the the new show that he's involved empire yeah it's just music stuff all over again yeah you're right so uh eddie murphy coming to america so what i've heard is that the possible what the story might be is that there is going to be another another heir maybe okay to the the throne of zamunda not so much that eddie murphy himself um sired a a, a child outside of wedlock or before he met with lisa but maybe that uh his father played by james earl jones you know because in the movie he's like Ooh. you're gonna go soil your royal oats boy like Maybe there was a son in L.A. that he went and, that he had, and he never they never saw him. And now he's gonna fight. It's kind of like maybe he's Eric the, King's he's Killmonger the older... kind of thing from yeah. Wakanda or from Black Panther. I always said that Samunta's just a cover for Wakanda. It's the <laughs> oh same God. thing. Eddie Mar- Murphy, actually <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> Mark Bernard uh, at that um, thing that I went to last week, he said that what he wants the uh, coming to America two to be about is Zamunda and uh, Wakanda coming to peace accords, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was Bad funny. <laughs> but then uh, someone else had said that the story was going to be about um, Eddie Murphy's son being uh, wanting to go to LA to find a, son, a, a wife also or something like that. I mean, it worked for his dad. Yeah. So I don't know. 
I, I'm just mad that we're getting this before we're getting a golden child. <laughs> hey, maybe this will spark it. We'll, I, we'll get we'll get this, and then Beverly Hills Cop four, and then all of a sudden, oh Golden Child. Gosh. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll wade my way through this movie, and then uh, through like fourteen new Beverly, <laughs> like Beverly Hills Cop ones, as long as I get a Golden Child. That's all I want, guys. I think I I you know what it could happen. I believe I believe in this for you. I I thank you. I need it. <laughs> I need this. And then it's all gonna culminate with a, a live action Gumby. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm gumbit, damn it. <laughs> uh, all right. Was there any other news anybody wanted to talk about? I think I'm good. Okay. Then we can get to Castle Rock. Season one, episode 10, finale called The Romans. Was it really a finale? Was it, John, do you think this was a finale? I think this was a wet fart. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Like, what is a white? Why compare it to a wet fart? Uncomfortable and uh, definitely need to go change something. It leaves you feeling unclean? <laughs> yes. Okay. Like, there's residue that needs uh, attending to. So, honestly, I would assume that what we're all hoping for was some answers. Some real concrete answers of what was going to, you know, what's going on around here. And in the end, we didn't get any. No. We just go right back to where we started. It, it literally is right where we started. The kid, or as we came to call him last episode, Hank. Hank. Is back in his cage at the bottom of Shawshank. Now there's no one else in Shawshank because all the prisoners have been... Uh, shipped evacuated, out. shipped yeah. out to somewhere else, or escaped because we didn't really get a, a um, conclusion to that part of the story where they caused a little cell riot in the police precinct. I feel and like that's how you can describe the whole show. So we just didn't get a conclusion. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, there, there's uh, there's absolutely no conclusion. What's going on with the uh, Henry's mom? Is that is that she the, died? Yeah, she did die. Yeah, we know that much. What? In that There's one the year time gap. Oh, yeah, yeah, the one year time her. gap. Yeah, but why did she die? Did she kill oh. herself? Did she just finally go go off and, 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 and sleep? You know... You're asking some logical questions, because this <laughs> is not the show for us. I mean, we we had this argument or argument discussion earlier in the season. Things just happen off in, in the, the parts that weren't filmed, and we don't know why or how we get to this point. And, and they're important. You would see in any other show we would have seen this stuff, but not so much in this show. And the thing that made it worse is that you you looked up stuff for the next season because we have these huge questions of like what just happened, yeah, what what, and you looked it up, and apparently the scuttlebutt on the internet and from the people who work who are working on the show is that it's just a whole other story. Yep, like so the 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 mid credit scene, if you want to call it that, is the Jackie Torrance character writing her book Overlooked. And she's going to go finish her book in the Overlook Inn that we know in this world already happened where her uncle Jack killed his family in the hotel that he was being the caregiver for or caretaker for. And so she's going to go back to that hotel to finish up the story, which does her story have anything to do with that? Like, it seemed to me that she was just reenacting or she was writing down this, what she had just happened mm-hmm. to her because she's the one who killed the dude with the axe. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, but there was... And actually, that wasn't even the only Shining reference in this episode. As I pointed out, there was a clever little homage to... Uh, at least to the movie. I don't know about the book because I've never seen it. Uh, but little Danny Torrance, when he's hiding from uh, his dad in the right. maze, uh, he does that trick where he walks backwards in his own footsteps in order to trick his dad in which direction he's going. I also don't... Like, I don't know about in The Shining... But I don't understand how 
Henry in this story would have the 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 mind to think to do that. Like are they never talked about how they were hunters and they knew how to backtrack or leave tracks or follow tracks or anything like that. To me, I didn't even th- I would never even thought of that and I'm a grown ass adult. Um, yeah. Maybe Matt, uh, Henry has a form of The Shining, which would explain why him and uh, Danny Torrance had the same idea. Yeah, I think that that might loop into the idea of the things that have happened will happen again, those, and those things will make oh, the yeah. same thing happen this again. This whole cycles thing. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely what's going, you know, what, we get cycles over and over in the show. Which that, I think that's supposed to be the thing we're supposed to take away from the season, having no resolution. It's not the end of anything because there is no end or beginning to anything. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. only more mad about it. Because <laughs> well, apparently they could have ended things quite amicably for everyone if they would have just allowed Hank to go back to his world. <laughs> yeah. But everybody just seemed dead set against that. So like, that brings me to another thing is like now it's one year later and Hank is in the his his cell once again and as henry leaves him there for christmas uh the camera pans around the bars and hank gets a you know cryptic smile on his face which i mean to me the directors of the show is, is like <laughs> let's let's get them to think about it kind of yeah. thing because yeah. you know we got the same actor but what does that mean to the to his character is is he's like fuck it you know these people locked me up again i'm gonna do whatever i can to screw up the rest of their lives kind of thing like fuck them or is he just gone crazy now or i don't know if we're supposed to question whether the things that he said were something are actually real Mm -hmm. or not i i have no so are you are you are you proposing that he's a imperfect storyteller so the the when the episode that we saw where he's in his world and he found a uh, young henry deaver mm-hmm. and they traveled to this world that's all false because he's telling that story to molly and yep. that's how we're seeing it mm-hmm. oh but is there evidence to that no and okay. I, I still don't like that i don't know if there's evidence for or against anything that we, that we could possibly put forward <laughs> i mean he looks so defeated like <laughs> this is the most defeated i've ever seen steven on anything <laughs> and i've seen him like lose at games he's before he's going into his depression phase now <laughs> this is where i'm at man i'm gonna start bargaining <laughs> acceptance is the last stage listen man i, I just I, I do things in reverse. Sometimes. Okay, fair uh, so it turns out he was in denial the whole time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm good. It was, it was a masking of <laughs> acceptance. Uh, all right, fair enough. It's just uh, look, I, I, I honestly, and we've talked about this before. I love mystery box shows usually, but you have to give us answers. Like, yeah. even if it's sparsed out little bit by little bit, like you just have to give answers. Even if you want to start. Posing new questions, it's fine as long as you give us some answers. This did nothing. Well, d- did we all like Lost? I liked Lost. I you liked, liked Lost. Lost. Yeah. Did you? I like the idea of Lost, and I feel like it just got away from itself. Okay. Okay. So is this all J.J. Abrams' fault? He was he was involved here too, and yeah. before he had the writer strike to blame things on. That's true. <laughs> That's no, very this, true. This we is J.J. Abrams. Bullshit. J.J. Abrams is like. Uh, just a, a hustler, a swindler. Yeah. He just likes to present an idea. Snake oil salesman. Yes, exactly right. Smoke he'll, and mirrors. He'll sell you a story and then leave and then leave it unresolved He's and then smoke, you just don't have smoke anything. Smoke monsters and mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay, but I, I don't think it's JJ Abrams' fault. I don't I just, think I, it's his fault either. It's it's literally a key. He, someone comes up to him with like, "Hey, I have this idea for your show," and he's like, "Yeah, that sounds amazing. Like, put it together." Like, he's literally just—he's not the showrunner. He's no. just the producer. Mm-hmm. 
It's just like Lost was. I mean, he's the producer of the show, but he wasn't well, the showrunner. He's producing stories that cater to his idea of storytelling. Yes, which is this type of thing, which is still irresponsible in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, the Cloverfield thing has just gotten way retarded. I it's like just, Cloverfield still. I'm, I, I'm still on board. I like, I like Clint, Ten I Cloverfield like, Lane. I like the Cloverfield movie itself. I and don't. I love it. Uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane is fine in and of itself. Fine? Then, that movie is amazing. But trying to weave them all into this greater narrative, although in theory well, should hey, be amazing. Well, hey, man, you, you skipped Paradox. <laughs> no, I was getting to Paradox. Okay. The way that they tried to reconcile these stories with Paradox was so clunkily done and so clearly, like trying to ape up of other things i mean there were so many scenes in that movie that were like alien yeah and even prometheus had a couple of things that like were copied for that one i just like they don't know what they're doing and they're just having a good time and they, they i mean the fact that they filmed the movie first and then shot like two additional scenes to tie it with cloverfield and you can clearly tell that that's what happened it was like like all the donald Logue stuff yes <laughs> That clearly wasn't something that was filmed for the movie, and that was just added in post or something. All the stuff that was uh, probably on on Earth with the husband. Yeah, like it. It looks like this movie was shot on like high end video as opposed to like something you know more movie like. I, I understand completely now why they decided to put it on Netflix instead of giving it a theatrical release because it would have been horrible. Almost Clo- nothing Cloverfield happens. is horrible, so I don't know. Cloverfield, how, how dare you? <laughs> Cloverfield is fun. It has its it moments. It is not fun. It's it's amazing, and it has that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful lady from Party Down, Liz, Liz Kaplan. Yeah, Lizzie Kaplan is great, but she dies halfway through the movie. Spoilers it, for a fifteen-year-old movie at this point. Come on, man. Eleven. Whatever. <laughs> and you also have to sit there and listen to TJ Miller's voice throughout the whole thing. That's okay with me. Yeah. You are a I watched, liar. I watched Gravity Falls. He was in there as exclusively his voice, which would <laughs> arguably be his worst feature. I've never seen Gravity but Falls. But he's very quippy, so I'm okay. But with yes, it. his voice is his worst feature. <laughs> well, uh, so his, his so attitude yeah, and yeah, no, his no, masculinity. I'll, I'll tell you what pisses me off about Cloverfield. <laughs> Cloverfield had an amazing... Uh, like augmented reality game or what would you call it? Uh, 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 not oh, the the internet stuff. Yeah, yeah AR, stuff, ARG, yeah. AR, ARG. yeah. It that that campaign was amazing. It no, was, you shouldn't have to go do no, supplemental no, no. shit to understand a movie. Well, that's my point. You have to understand it. It give you other like additional context. It, it well, the real movie was that game. Like the the cinema stuff was like the filler. It was almost like watching a cutscene and like all of the actual details of everything that to help you understand what's happening is in this other thing and i agree that that's not how it should have been done <laughs> i'm saying like it was a wasted opportunity and that was probably one of the movies that abrams had the most like influence on as a producer it was like his first bad robot movie wasn't it uh yeah i think so yeah that and makes sense. it was just like so many cool missed opportunities where you could have explained a bit more about the monster you could have explained slusho do you think he goes and retroactively makes um was it not not eight millimeter or super super eight super eight yeah as it's it's a cloverfield movie right it feels like it it yeah. definitely does I'll take it it's definitely i love that doing movie. It. yeah it's good it, it's got the et vibe with some more with some cloverfield mixed into it right and i just think that he has like he takes these properties 
and then he tries to make them fit into a greater narrative. I mean, Ten Cloverfield Lane had nothing to do with Cloverfield. It was just a story of like them being in a bunker, and then they made and it. Then better. They made it no, and then they just added the Cloverfield <laughs> brand to it, and, and, and they then, made it better. And then the like paradox, if, exactly the same thing. I wouldn't even be surprised if Ten if just regular Cloverfield it was just like a monster, like a kaiju movie or a monster movie, and then Abrams says, "Oh, this is cool." But let's add all this other stuff in the peripherals to make it some kind of like wannabe mythology. It's got all the right ingredients, but he's a bad chef. He's he's not the chef. He's, he's like, if he's anything, the he's the restaurant owner. Yeah. <laughs> well, then he's a shitty manager of a restaurant. <laughs> I just He knows I, how to get the right people. He just doesn't know how to like corral them to do like the right thing what if uh, you know what i could see the next cloverfield project being since since you're talking about the fact the first movie had arg in it and like they're definitely doing different things by going to the uh streaming and and theaters and stuff like that what if they did like a pokemon go game but just uh cloverfield stuff I mean, like, they could do anything. That, that's that's the they could do that for. now. I mean, because they couldn't do that back then. Ghostbusters are doing that. I, want, I don't see why not. That's true. Street Fighter. I, I want I want them to just take Cloverfield and just you know just put it into the Power Rangers universe where it existed the whole time, <laughs> and it explains what happened. Or, or even in the Godzilla verse. Yeah. 2016 Power Rangers movie. No, that one sucks. It's really poopy doo doo trash garbage. <laughs> it's a bad. bad I actually movie. like how they try to like. Like explain the mythology a bit more in that one. I, I like that they actually I'm had okay kids that were bad. <laughs> I just dude like I teens just, with I attitudes. They're supposed yeah. to be with attitudes. I just didn't like that it was like this. This is my motivations here. Let me tell you while we sit around this campfire. But that's what kids need. It, it's supposed to be. I a never kids did movie. that as a teenager. But I'm not saying that's you. That's what you did. I'm saying that's what kids need. They need stuff kids to be stupid? explained. Yes. No, I think that children I'm smart. are dumb. No, children have the potential to be a bunch of a whole bunch of little. Andrew Wiggins. I don't know they what that could, means. Uh, from Andrew's game. They could be smart uh, little kids. Yeah, but see, he's literally they they the don't. exception. No, he's not. There's, there's a whole school of those kids. No, they're not. That's why he he sees that the being upside down is not upside down because it's the They're all still day. way smarter than the kids that we see walking around like playing Flappy Bird and whatnot on their <laughs> iPhones. That's not that's not our kids' faults. That's just the fact that they <laughs> have that opportunity. Them. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, about Castle Rock. <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think we've said all we need to say about Castle Rock. No, I know about I, Castle Rock. I, I feel no, no compulsion whatsoever to watch season two. It, same here. Any stretch in the uh, exactly. Yeah. I was so excited to watch this show before, <laughs> before we started watching it. Like, and I mean, there's people I respect too that same um, like this show. And so that makes me wonder: we didn't binge it. Is this show supposed to be a binge show? Because I've already stated that with the, the commercial breaks that you obviously see and also the the fact that it's only 44 minutes, mm-hmm. this isn't supposed to be a binge show. They wrote yeah, the show to do. Yeah, it has commercial breaks. Yeah. In every Which I think, I think Hulu put them out week to week. I mean, if, if it's made for the Hulu pl- platform, um, not everyone has the ad-free things. So Yeah, that's true. Like, I paid for ad-free stuff when oh, I had that's Hulu. right. I forgot they had that second tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I pay for the ad-free one too. Yeah. So for other people, I, you know what I need to think about that. You're right. Yeah. So, but is so is this supposed to be a binge show? Is it supposed to, you're supposed to watch like five hours of it one day and then five hours the next I, day? I don't know because it doesn't feel like that either. I think that that would help connect some of the things that you're seeing. But at the end of the day, nothing that we saw, none of the theorizing that we did in any way, shape, or form <laughs> meant anything at the end. Yeah. 
So. Well, except that Dev does seem to follow the kid or Hank. Yeah, but or we whatever, don't. But we have no idea why. We had, maybe he'll be the one connecting thread between the two seasons. Between we the three know. of us, we had at least four reasons why Death follows him. Yeah. And well, none of I mean, we're not even saying that just because our theories didn't come true, they didn't give us a reason why. Mm-hmm. Well, what if, what if season two comes around and this is it's an anthology thing, and he's the one connective tissue thing between all of them? But if if it's all about her going to the Overlook Inn or whatever the hell it's called, huh? We don't know that. It's true. We don't know that. I, that might be the end of her thing. Well, I have no idea. it should be because Jane Levy deserves better. <laughs> 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 but so does Bill Skarsgård. So. I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the Scars Guards have had enough. I, I will probably <laughs> we can take more back from them. I, I will probably end up watching season two just to watch it on my own, and then I'll report back to you. Okay, but it won't be right when it comes out. Yeah, you get you get four episodes deep, and then you tell me what it's like. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Because I think four episodes was where I was like, I don't know. I I it's just it's just disappointing. It's dis- it's super disappointing where this ended up being. And and your statement of you've never watched anything Stephen King before. I'm like, well, this isn't the thing to show him so that I can get him to watch other Stephen King stuff. It did not do the work. <laughs> well, I mean, we're gonna do that with Game of Thrones for him. So well, that's true. true. I stayed away from that also. <laughs> but I got Power Rangers under my belt. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> And your own so there you go. Channel. We will sit there, and for every uh, Game of Thrones episode, we will make you watch before we get to the the last season. You can make us watch a Power Rangers. Oh, don't, well, don't, don't don't you agree to that? John's already watched probably most of it. Actually, I, I, I mean, I definitely stopped watching after a certain point. Okay. It was like I, I'm I'm too old for this now. <laughs> Towards the end of the nineties, we are ten years older than Steven. Yes, that too. <laughs> so. Well, see, he was. I I watched them when they were like right at the perfect time. I was like, a still. Uh, that can't be true because no, the first season came out when I was like in eighth grade. See, that's what I wanted to say. I was actually too young. Yeah, to exactly. enjoy the original Power Ranger series as it aired. But I was able to appreciate the campiness of it. I'm like, I know that this isn't like you know something from my actual childhood, like Transformers or Brave yeah, Star exactly. or something. Yeah, Transformers. But I was able to watch it and like understand like Eyes this is silly. Hawk. But Here's I like the, the <laughs> <laughs> strength of the bear. That's a that's a deep cut. But um, what about Silverhawks? Silver I love Silverhawks. It, was, it wasn't one for me. I love Tiger Star, Sharks. Mm-hmm. Was it called Tiger Sharks? Yeah, Street Sharks. Street Sharks. No, well, there's Street Sharks, and then there was Tiger Sharks. Gotcha. Tiger Sharks. Were those the guys that could turn into like fish humans? Yep. And just a like, submarine or yep. something. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what that I like. The one with the wait. The, wasn't the that part brothers. of like an anthology cartoon? Well, that w- that and Silverhawks was connected. Which was the one with the cat? With the two cat brothers who piloted the planes in Mega Cat City. SWAT cats. SWAT cats is good. No, it wasn't. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Cyberay Pizza Cats was pretty good. That was good. So yeah, so, um, it was. There's like a slightly different. But it was very good. It was very good. I also like uh, COPS. Oh, cops. Yeah. Fighting crime in the future time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he had long arm with the law and he shot the, the handcuff out. Why are you guys, why'd you guys know this one? But then I was the only person who knew fish police that one time. I don't have no idea what fish, fish police are. I still don't know. Like, you showed it to me. And I'm like, I don't, I blacked it out. We, we, all, we all agree on Mummies Alive at least. Yes. Okay. Mummies yeah. Alive. And uh, Monster League. And Ronin. That was the one that looked like the Ghostbusters cartoon, right? They had the football player that like yes. split in half. I have a toy from that. Yeah, he was like a skeleton zombie football <laughs> player. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a weird one. Okay, so back to <laughs> Castle Rock. Uh, it sounds like none of us are excited about a season two. No. None of us are really happy with how this ended. 
any suggestions on what we would have done if you were in that position to make this show better? There's so many. That's a whole ep- extra podcast episode. Okay. For me. Yeah, story-wise, like, actually go somewhere. Give us some reason why things are happening or uh, some of the motivation. I mean, we still don't understand why Henry decided it'd be a good idea, why everybody thought it was a good idea to keep the kid from going back to his dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, that just... I was like, yeah, he can't go. And then, okay, so we didn't even talk about this part. There was the part where the, through, you know, all of the stuff that happens in the episode, Hank and Henry eventually end up back in the woods. And Hank has a gun this whole time that he's using to kind of guide him out there. And then they kind of have a, a short little struggle. Uh, Henry oh. takes the gun away. And now Hank is essentially kind of feeling defeated. He's on the ground. He looks up. And for like a couple of seconds, he looks like a monster. Um, you're right. And I think that leads credence to Stephen's uh, impo- imperfect storyteller theory. Like, he is a monster. He is a bad person. And that's why he uh, he looks like that. Because he actually is a demon. So, but then to just leave it like that? Like, so this is a demon that came to Earth... And, like, the few people that are somehow connected to God but also have issues and are a little bit crazy are, a little like, bit. are the ones that realize, oh, I need to do something about this and keep this thing under control and caged. Um, but we, do, it, we, do we know for sure that he's not the person who was selling the idea of the schisma to those people? We don't. If, if he is indeed, the, like, a, a negative influence, he could be, again, weaving some kind of story things. And also, what, what would he be doing out in the woods? Is he just was he taking Henry out to the woods just to kill him? I don't know. Like, or was he actually going to open some doorway and maybe that's like that's my way to get to God and kill the God kind of thing? Like, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Honestly, and none of us do because they didn't give us any answers. <laughs> yeah, like there's just nothing going on. <laughs> um, I also feel like one of the reasons why the show is so highly praised is because of the the Queen episode, which is such an amazing, beautiful looking episode. Mm-hmm greatly written but it's so different from the rest of the show and so far into it yes yeah that's what see episode seven seven i think yeah yeah. uh which also makes sense why that's the episode that's that's like nominated for awards and stuff like that and you know it's it's getting all kinds of praise that's their red wedding episode yes yeah Yeah, i was gonna say and then even in the one of the shows that we were talking about for the watching next we talked about um what is the haunting of hill house yes whatever that's supposed to be episode six i believe is the one that everyone like loses their cool over yeah so yeah so I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. If if you had a great experience with Casper Rock and you listened to this show, I want to hear what you thought and Tell wh- us why why <laughs> you thought it was a great experience. At this point, I don't know. <laughs> the oh, devil. forgot to mention that uh, we did find out in the fl- in flashbacks that uh, young Henry Deaver did push his dad off the cliff. So mm. when everybody was like, you killed your father, we know it. Like, And we were just sitting like, they're just blaming him because he's black. Well, we found out that he actually did it. <laughs> He actually did push yeah. his father off the cliff. But we understand why. Yes. So it, in context, it's, it makes more sense. So then was it indirectly explained that after he pushed his father off the cliff, that's when he went through the portal, ended up in the other, in Hank's reality? If you believe that's what happened. Mm-hmm. For those 11 days. So then if that's not what happened, what did happen to him? Who knows? I think well, he might have been in the cage with that guy. <laughs> the, the, he, he the, the, that the guy with the barbershop. That could have been it. Too. Yeah. The the guy with the barbershop. The, the, he just totally blacked it out because of the traumatic effect that some dude 
diddled him while he was he was stuck in the middle of the woods. But he took good care of him. I, you know what? I had forgotten that that was. Yeah, you did, right? Because yeah. that shit didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it's just it just leaves it all out there, and I'm like, maybe this show's too smart for me, and I'm just not getting it. No, this this sounds like one of those things where people are like, I did, I must have missed something in Inception. It's not that crazy. It's just that that's it. So you remember in Bandersnatch with all the the. And this or that symbols that's what this is this is all the branches and just they just all end very soon <laughs> so i mean we never got an explanation to what the hell was up with the videotape that he burned that one time um we saw that they had a collection of videotapes that he would take out to the woods and that was the end of that we don't that's see true. if there was anything interesting in them um it sounds like the kid just had a messed up life i guess yes <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe there isn't anything supernatural except just life sucks sometimes. Yeah. All right. That is just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Castle Rock. Uh, yes, if you have an opinion on this or any of the stories we talked about, we'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia GEM. John? I am at Magic Bollocks. And Steven is also on Twitter, but has he decided to start using it yet? Uh, early February. Um, early right, February, we're, yeah, we're early February. A date. we're getting close there. Okay, um, but no, uh, like just right in time now, for Valentine's, mm, baby. Um, but no, uh, right now you can find me Thursdays uh, on twitch.tv slash jbrews j b e b r e w s playing Starfinder. Uh, it's, it's basically space D and D. And then on Thursdays or on Fridays, you can find me playing D and D with uh, the people over at Mod Twenty Gaming. So that's twitch.tv slash Mod Twenty. I think about 20 gaming. Yeah, about 20 gaming. MOD to zero gaming. And every once in a while, you do some uh, drawing on Twitch. And I do for, just the, for my 20. Keep uh, Yeah, for my 20. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out for that. I had a great time watching you guys do that the last time. Thank you. Was it was it actually fun to watch? It? Yeah, okay, it was. Because cool. I was, I mean, honestly, I was working on something else, but I was able to fun. have it. Yeah, I was able to have it on there. And you guys would interact with me whenever I decided <laughs> to talk. So that was pretty awesome. I'm good. I'm glad um, it was a good time. Uh, so if you want to talk to the rest of the Geek Elite Media, it's at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out old archived episodes of this podcast <laughs> and other podcasts on our website, geekelitemedia.com. Uh, but until next time, this is the Geeks Watch on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to geek, geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. This podcast has been brought to you by Cuts by Candice. Candice Gist is a hairstylist that listens to your needs and will work with you to get the right look for you. With 18 years of experience, Candice is the premier stylist that I trust with my look. And right now, if you mention this ad when you make an appointment from now until the end of February 2019 and give our promo code GEEKOUT, you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts underscore Candice on Instagram and start looking the best you you can.